Welcome to Sprinkles in Your Day with your host, Monique. Let's enjoy the day together with inspiration, hope, joy, and love coming your way. Wherever you are, just press play. Relax, sit back, grab a water, smoothie, coffee, or tea. We are here to inspire you to reach for your dreams and your goals while adding some sprinkles along the way. And let's face it, who doesn't love sprinkles on their ice cream, donuts, or cupcakes? It just makes everything taste better. So, without further ado, let's jump in. Happy Sunday, beautiful, sweet, amazing podcast family. Well, I hope that you all are having a wonderful, amazing Sunday thus far, and I hope and pray that it continues to get better. Well, I just want you all to just enjoy this message right now. If you didn't go to church today, just sit back and relax and enjoy this message by this young lady, Sister Ali Schnanke, all right? And she's talking all about how to break, break free from anything that's trying to hold you back. Okay, so just be blessed and share your comments with me as well. I love to hear your thoughts about the message and everything, okay? And y'all, listen, just know that God has a plan and purpose for your life. And you are a victor in everything, okay? So here we go. Be blessed by today's message.
Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Man, y'all, I'm going to be honest, okay? Everyone backstage, and I've been in a ton of conferences before, and morning sessions are a little scary because I'm not a morning person, and neither are a lot of people. So I thought when I came out here, I was going to have to wake all of you guys up, but you guys were hungering and thirsting. When I tell you, when I tell you guys, I was literally backstage, and the Lord flashed that verse into my eyes, into my brain, out of nowhere. And I was like, man, I didn't even remember I knew that existed. Y'all ever have one of those moments where you're like, that was hidden in my heart, and I didn't even know it. God did that today, and I believe it's because he is going to satisfy us today. He has whatever you need, and the outpouring is here. The time is now for you to receive it, but your faith, like my dad said yesterday, is going to be what accesses the plans that God has for you. Do you have the faith today? Decide. Make your decision. It's up to you. So everybody, you guys can go back to your seats. But man, I'm just gonna tell you guys as you're walking back, the Lord has such a purpose over this conference. We felt the word purpose placed on our hearts as God was kind of creating this dream, this vision that he had for such a time as this. And what's cool about God is whenever he speaks, it says in his word that we're all one mind, one body. And whenever God speaks, he always confirms his word. And when I begin to prepare and ask God to really reveal to me what he had for this session in particular, and then I went and I listened to last night's messages, whether it was Granger Smith or Colby, God confirmed exactly what he wanted to say this morning. It is wild, the purpose that he has for this conference. When I tell you guys, you're just gonna hear, it is one mind, one body. The Lord is so evident and so moving here today. And I just pray and ask you guys, open up your hearts. This is something I always like to do. Whenever I go into any service, I just pray and ask God intimately by myself, we don't have to all do it together, to remove any distractions. Whatever you came in here, stressed out about, whatever your morning looked like, maybe you had car problems, maybe they made your Starbucks drink wrong because that's what happened to me. Leave that aside. Don't let the enemy rob one second of what God has for you today because he's gonna try. But we anointed every door in here, so I know that the presence of God is in this place today. And where he is, victory is. So I am so excited for what he has in store. First off, I'm just gonna start with a little thing called imagine. Me and my best friend always call this imagine. We could call it imagining. But basically, I'm just gonna ask all of you guys to close your eyes, and I'm gonna paint a picture, and I, wanna, I want you guys to picture that you're where I'm telling you you are. So everybody close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, imagine this. Don't fall asleep on me morning sessions. I'm serious. Imagine you're in your house, okay? You're in the coziest room in your house. You probably already know which room you're in. You're sitting down on the best couch in the room. Maybe you're a floor person, you're on the floor. 
Got a big comfortable blanket on top of you. You're all snugged up. You've worked hard all week and a new season of your favorite show just came out. You are so excited. You got a hot meal in front of you, your favorite drink. And just as you go to reach over to get the remote and press play. Oh man, this is what you've waited for all week. You hear a knock on the door. That's weird. You're not expecting anyone. So let's say you just leave them there, because that's what I do. This person is insistent they are not stopping knocking. So of course you're like, you know what, they're not gonna leave, they're gonna ruin my night. So you rip off your covers, you're kind of frustrated. It's at night in my head. So let's say you're crawling on the floor like I would because you're a little nervous. What if it's someone scary or what if you just don't want to talk to them? So you're crawling to the front door. You look, are you guys there? Yeah, that's right. You open the blinds and you see it's a stranger. This is so weird. But let's just say you open the door for the sake of the story. And so you open and you say, who are you? What are you doing here? And this stranger looks at you and they say, oh, well, I came all the way here to live with you. Can I come in? No, there's no way in the world you are letting this random person in your house. You have no trust with them. There is no relationship built with them. This is just weird. But then they continue and say, no, you don't understand. You might not know me, but I know exactly who you are. I follow you on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I know what your mom's Facebook is because I'm not gonna, I'm a little creepy, okay? I know. I know what you ate for lunch because I watched it on your story. I was at a party with you last week. We have mutual friends. So can I come in and live with you? No, you're not gonna let this person come in your house and live with you. Now everybody open your eyes. Were you guys there? Because I'm very imaginative. I'm like, I love that stuff. What if I told you that you could be, that there is a chance that you could be that stranger to Jesus and you not even know it? You have no idea. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23, it says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons and perform many miracles in your name? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. When I first read this verse, it scared me so bad because I didn't understand it. I didn't understand how these people could literally see Jesus move. They thought so clearly that they knew who he was and that there was still a chance that when they stood before him one day, when we all give an account for our life, that he could look at them and there was a chance that he could say he didn't know them. How do I know that's not me? And as I begin to dive into God's word and as he began to reveal to me his message for today, he pressed it on my heart that we have to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Not a relationship 
that has anything to do with our pastor, not an overflow of what they get from God in their intimate time on Sunday, not a relationship with God in our family, not a relationship with God and our friends. We go to Bible study every week. That's amazing. But what does your intimate time look like with the Lord? How often are you reading God's word? This is our eternity on the line. Do you know your creator for yourself? Or is everything you hear, just like Eve, communicated knowledge? We have to know Jesus for ourselves. One of the things that Granger talked about yesterday was how our purpose is to glorify God. And when we begin to walk out in our purpose, that's when it gets exciting in this life. Like when I, I remember the moment that God broke me fear, like free from so much fear and comparison, and I begin to walk and use the giftings that he gave me and that he activated when I fully surrendered to him. And when I begin to walk in his will for my life and in my purpose to bring glory to him, my life got nuts because I began to see how God really does do the unimaginable and how he really satisfies like nothing ever does. But guys, we have to understand, and I had to understand that moment, that in order for me to walk out in the purpose that God had over my life, to bring him glory, I had to first know who he was. I had to know how he wanted me to bring him glory. I had to know the giftings he put inside of me that were only activated relationship with him. I couldn't bring him glory by just knowing of who he was. I needed a relationship. You want to know something that blew my mind? Even the demons know who Jesus is. When he goes anywhere near them, when he went anywhere near them, they cried out in mercy and said, son of God, they even know who he is. Knowing about who Jesus is will not get us into heaven. Only an intimate, changed, transformed relationship with him will. The second thing, no, seriously, God has a word for today, for me. The second thing that the Lord showed me in this is that Jesus says sin is lawlessness, right? So in 1 John chapter 3, verse 4, it says sin is lawlessness. So when Jesus says, I never knew you, Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Oh, guys, I want you to listen to this because this is the biggest lie that the enemy is using over our world right now and over so many of us to deceive us. When Jesus is saying, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness, and if 1 John chapter 3 is telling us sin is lawlessness, he's warning us of those of us that have been deceived into believing that we can live a life satisfying the desires of our flesh in blatant sin, which is anything contrary to what God's word says, and that we can still claim the identity as a child of God. We cannot do that. We have to choose. The enemy owns the fence. God is so serious about this in his word. In Revelation chapter three, verses 15 through 16, this is what he says. I know your works. You are neither hot nor cold. Would that you either hot or cold. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. God wants us to choose a side. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 21, 
It says, you cannot drink from the cup of the Lord and from the cup of demons. You cannot eat at the Lord's table and at the table of demons too. Guys, I want to remind you that Jesus didn't die so that you can continue to live a slave to sin. He died so that you could be free in this life and in the life to come. Anything that we are not willing to give up, we are a slave to. The world wants us to believe that if we hold on to our own life, that that's freedom because you're in control. But it's not. It's deception. You're a slave. You will never know what true freedom is until you fully surrender to the Lord and walk in his purpose and his will for your life. If you guys are excited that God is a God that can set us free and that he sent his son Jesus to do that, I want to hear you make some noise for real. Because I'm excited. I'm excited. One of the verses that I loved that Granger brought up yesterday was Joshua 24, verses 14 through 15, and this is what it says. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, then choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your whether the gods your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites and the land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You wanna know what I love about that? Is that he didn't care what culture was doing. He didn't care what his friends were doing. He didn't care what party they were going to. He chose, he made a decision. It didn't matter what anyone else did. He wanted to bring them with him, but he said, even if you don't, I'm going to. And that's who God's looking for today. Who will go all in for him? There was a rich man in the Bible that was faced with the same question, except instead of me talking to you guys, he was looking Jesus directly in the eyes during it. In Mark chapter 10, verses 17 through 22, there's this rich man that sees Jesus. He knows about who he is. He's heard of the miracles that he's performed. And he's gained all of this, these riches and the success in the world. But the one thing that he can't obtain in his normal strength is eternal life. So he runs after Jesus to try to gain this thing. And this is where we start in chapter 10, verse 17. As Jesus was starting out on his way to Jerusalem, a man came running up to him, knelt down and asked, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good, Jesus asked. Only God is truly good. But to answer your question, you know the commandments. You must not murder, you must not commit adultery, you must not steal, you must not testify falsely, you must not cheat anyone, and honor your father and mother. Teacher, this man replied, I've obeyed all these commands since I was young. Another version says he asked, what am I lacking? Looking at the man, looking at the man, this man was looking in the eyes of Jesus. Jesus felt genuine love for him. 
There is still one thing you haven't done, he told him. Go, sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and then come and follow me. I wanna pause here because this was the most pivotal moment of this man's eternity, not just his life here on earth, where he'd spend his eternity, where he was looking at Jesus in the eyes and to Jesus' genuine love for him. And he had a choice to make, just like we all do right now. Jesus has brought us here. He's looking us in the eyes and he's saying, you have a choice to make. Would he walk back to what he knew, what was comfortable, what built his kingdom, what the world says was success and value? Would he dare to lay that down? That would look crazy to people. He spent his whole life probably building this empire. Would he, would he choose slavery? Because that's what it is. Or would he dare, would he dare, this sounds crazy to the natural mind, to take a step out in faith and walk towards Jesus into something that was greater than himself, something that he couldn't see. He could see that, he couldn't see this. He didn't know it was on the opposite side of obedience. You never do with God, but would he dare to believe that a life with Jesus could satisfy like that couldn't, that what he had to offer was greater than he could ask, think, or imagine, like God's word says. And in that moment, this man made a choice, just like all of us will. And it says in verse 22, at this, the man's face fell, and he walked away sad, for he had many possessions. I can just see it, because I feel like I've been there before. I've been on the opposite side of faith where I just wanted to, but I couldn't. But that's a lie, you can. But he chose to walk back to what he could see, what built his kingdom, what wouldn't come with him when he died. It's a lie, what the world offers never lasts. It's never enough. You can't take it even. He chose slavery. I don't want to choose slavery. I want to choose freedom. What's crazy about this man is he knew who Jesus was, just like a lot of us. He had seen the miracles that he performed. He even had obeyed the commandments since he was young, as best as he could. But the one thing he was lacking was full surrender. We need that full surrender. Like I said earlier, and I'd ask you to ask yourself right now, anything you're not willing to give up to the Lord, you're a slave to, no matter how good it seems. You're a slave to it. You don't know what true freedom tastes like. I didn't know what true freedom tasted like until I truly laid down my life. Him who lays down his life finds it, right? Sacrifice, this world tells us, is a bad thing. 
there's always a contingency with God, right? In order to follow his plans for our life, we have to lay down things that we love. That's what the world tells us. But let me tell you what's true, because I've lived it. Is sacrifice is no longer a bad thing when you've truly tasted and seen that God is good and that his freedom is unlike anything that this world has to offer. You don't want those things anymore because you realize you are bound. You are bound. You want that freedom. So ask yourself. I want you to be honest with yourself because only you can answer this question. What are your riches? What is holding you back from stepping out into full surrender with Christ right now? Full obedience and full freedom. Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9 says, For the eyes of the Lord, I love this verse. This is one of my favorites. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout all of the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. God wants a full commitment. And what's amazing about this is it changes our perspective and makes us realize that it was never about the riches for Jesus. He didn't care about the riches. He doesn't care about anything this world has to offer. He cares about the full surrender. And God can see what we can't see. And he realized that in order for this man and in order for us to walk into a supernatural calling that God has over our life, we can't take anything with us. We can't use our own strength. We can't manufacture anything. We need to be fully surrendered or we'll never be able to get there because it's a supernatural calling. We need a supernatural strength and anointing from. We have to give it up. We won't make it. We won't make it. We need God to fill every area of us to take us to where we're going. You don't want to miss it. What scares me about this rich man is that he missed it. Who knows? What would have happened if you would have turned the other way? One decision, one encounter. Who knows what God wants to do in your life? One decision, one encounter that you're making today. We might have even been reading his name in the Bible by name, not about his failure, but about his faith. I want to be known by my faith. Does anybody else want to be known by your faith? I believe, I believe that God has brought us here for such a time as this. Because he's saying that now is the time to choose. Stop buying into the lie that you can live a double life. We can't. You might be able to fool people, but we can't fool God. We can't fool him. And we all come from different backgrounds, ethnicities, but we're all gonna share the inevitable fate of standing before the Lord alone. Not with our friends, our family, no ands, ifs, or buts. What did you do with your life? When we're knocking at that door, will he know us or will he not? Or will he not? That decision is up to us. So what will you choose? Will you choose to walk back into sex, drugs, alcohol, partying, 
gossip, bad relationships, friendships he's told you to lay down, what the world says is good, what only God is good. Maybe you've been needing a healing. Maybe you turn to crystals. Maybe it's witchcraft. Maybe it's a movie, TV shows, demonic forces that you're allowing into your life. Maybe it's gluttony. Only you know what it is. Or will you dare to step the other way towards Jesus into freedom, believing in something greater than yourself, not betting on everything and something that's not gonna last when we die, but building something that will last, storing treasures in heaven, being a part of God's kingdom, his body, his story, true purpose and fulfillment and freedom comes through him and him alone. Is that worth it? I don't think that you think it is. I think you know it's not. And I believe the Lord's brought you here today because he's strengthening hearts all around this room that are ready to fully commit to him, that are over being bound, that are over being fearful. You know my fear. And you guys might think this is silly, right? But it's not. My fear was singing. For 10 years, I have not sang in front of anyone, including in church. I allowed the enemy to get into my mind. And to steal my worship from the Lord, for the Lord. Because I was worried what people thought about me. I was worried I wouldn't live up to the expectations of those around me. And I was a slave. I still am a little. But I'm over buying into the lie that the enemies had over me. That I can give God my 95% and that I'll still see him do everything he wants to do with my life. Because he wants a full surrender. He'll strengthen the hearts of those fully committed to him. I am deciding to be fully committed to him, to choose this day, to not care. And I want to know who's coming with me. Your fear is not too great. Your past is not too great. You did not mess up too bad for God to redeem you. Do you hear me? That is not my words. That is his words. He will clean your slate, remember your sin no more. It says in his word, we can run boldly to his throne of grace. Why? Because we had a savior that was tempted in every way we were. That secret temptation that you have, that secret sin, Jesus was tempted in it, but guess what? He had victory through it. And through him, when we accept him as our savior, when he is our foundation, not us, not what this world says is valuable, we can have victory through it too, whatever it is. You have that choice today. So what will you choose? Will you choose the world? I don't think so. I believe the Lord's brought you here because you're gonna choose Christ. 
but you make that decision. Don't miss it. Don't miss it like the rich man. Know what God could do with a life fully surrendered. You want to know. Nobody comes with you. So you know what? I'm breaking free. I'm going to break free. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm doing it. Because that's what you do. You feel the fear and you do it anyways. That's what my best friend tells me, so I'm doing it. Okay. Okay, here we go. God, this is for you.
Wow, that was 10 years of fear broken off me right there.
if this is your moment that you've made a decision in your heart to choose to follow the Lord fully, doesn't matter if you've done it before, this is your decision fully committing to him, not looking back. You're not gonna miss it. It says in his word, Romans chapter 10, verse nine, if we declare with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So if that's you today, let's make that decision together. Break free. Okay? If that's that decision, I just want you to pray this prayer after me. It's not a prayer that gets you saved. It's what this says. We're going to believe in faith and we're going to proclaim together because there's power in that. So everyone in this room, proclaim this together. Y'all ready? Dear Heavenly Father, God, we choose Jesus today. We will not walk into what this world tells us is valuable. But we declare that Jesus is the Savior of our life. We believe in our hearts that you rose him from the dead. God, today I fully commit to you. God, be glorified through me. Use everything you've given me, Lord, for your purpose. God, I thank you for saving me, for changing me, continuing to change me, and making me more like your son. God, your plans are better. Your ways are higher. And I believe it. declaration. I am walking in purpose and living my dreams. I am a breathing example of faith. I am creative, innovative, and full of energy. I am organized in my time, thoughts, and efforts. I am courageous, clear, and productive each day. I am blessed with supportive and healthy friendships and relationships. I am continuously walking in God's favor and peace. I am financially, spiritually, mentally, and physically healthy and wealthy. I am stress-free, happy, peaceful, grateful, and successful. This concludes today's episode. I hope and pray that you are blessed and uplifted in your soul. And just be sure to catch me back on next time. And this is Monique signing off, adding sprinkles in your day. Continue to stay blessed, stay healthy, and stay safe. Smile, Jesus loves you, and I do too. Peace and love. Education Connection
Study anywhere, study anytime, stream your studies. Join the millions earning their degrees online. Seven million undergraduate and graduate students were enrolled in some form of online education in 2019. And 32.6% of graduate students were enrolled exclusively in online courses in 2019. 91% of online students said they prefer some form of online education, over 100% in class study. So on Education Connect, you can earn your degree anywhere you want to be. Sometimes you may be unable to attend a school in person to earn your degree, but that's okay because with online programs, you could stream your studies from anywhere. Studying online could bring you that much closer toward achieving your education goals. Students who recently participated in online education agreed that online studies enabled them to complete their studies faster and they acquired the specific skills they needed to enter their intended field and also their online education was worth the cost. So there's also flexibility Flexible online course scheduling typically allows you to study while balancing your current responsibilities like work and family. Also, accreditation. Well, only they'll match you to accredited schools. The U.S. Department of Education requires all schools participating in federal student aid programs to be accredited. Financial aid may be available to those who qualify. And then there's also the connection. Join the conversation with your classmates and professors through video and online education technology that helps keep you engaged in the viral classroom. So all you have to do is answer a few questions, get matched to schools, and get connected for free. So what are you waiting for? Go to www.educationconnection.com.